You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the sound at your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. Happy Thursday, Carolina fans. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Happy to have you rocking with me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you have downloaded and subscribed to Locked on Tar Heels podcast from anywhere. That way you can get these notifications and always be aware of when I drop an episode, which is daily, and you can hear more about your Tar Heels. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked on Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you today. We're going to tap in with Florida State. We're going to figure out who this team is, what they're about. I've got an update on Coach Bobby Bowden. I'll also be dropping an interview from a former FSU employee. She was a social media manager. Kelsey Miller stops by in the building and talks to me about Florida State and just where she believes that the team is currently and how she's been a lifelong fan and still roots for the team to this day. Finally, I'm going to talk about UNC basketball as they start their first day of practice. So we're going to get into that. What does it mean? What does it look like? What did the Carolina Tar Heels need to do in order to not repeat last season's kind of what's the what's a nice word of putting it you know struggle bus we were on the struggle bus a little bit but now we're going to try and hop off and get some real action with these new uh incoming freshmen and I think that it'll be a great opportunity to see and re revive the goodness that is Carolina basketball so let's get started shall we all right happy Thursday again hope you guys are having a great start to your Thursday, if you're having, you know, trouble, just look outside. It's beautiful here in North Carolina. Fall is here and we love that. I wanted to start off because I, you know, always like to share fun facts. Carolina football posted on their Instagram today that Michael Carter and Javante Williams are the first pair of Power 5 teammates to post at least 224 yards from scrimmage in the same game since Michael Crabtree, chain man himself, and Danny Amendola did it for Texas Tech in 2007. So that speaks volume to these guys. Again, Michael Carter and Javante Williams are some of my personal favorites, both on and off the field. And so it's always nice when we get to highlight their accomplishments. Now, we're going to take a look at Florida State and who are these Knowles that we've got coming up here. Their current record is 1-3 to start this season. This will be their third team in the top 10 that the Knowles will have to face Saturday when they are at home. So they've had a very strong start to their schedule. A lot of people are saying their record is not reflective of how they are as a team. It's just been kind of a tough go for them, but we are hoping that it'll still be tough on Saturday when they face the Tar Heels. Now Florida State is coming off a hard fought but large loss to Notre Dame, who moved up to the number four team in the country after a 42-26 win last Saturday. North Carolina currently holds a two-game win streak when facing the Seminoles. Now, when you look at the team in the framework, they've had five different quarterbacks under center for Florida State in the last two seasons. So a lot, you know, a lot about leadership is who's going to be your quarterback and who is going to lead that offense to help things get rolling. And having five different ones is a little telling. Fun fact, too, Sam Howell committed to Florida State 
before Coach Taggart was fired in 2018, and then Howell made the switch in 2019. Howell was one of the biggest recruits that Mac Brown got, you know, one of the big gets of Mac Brown's recent, you know, return. And so a lot of people were certainly glad to have Sam in the, I want to say powder blue, but it's Carolina blue and white. Now, another fun fact, Mac Brown, this is his first meeting against his alma mater since 1997 when Carolina played the Seminoles and Florida State leads the series overall 15-3-1. So that speaks a lot to who Florida State is. And obviously they've been a dominant powerhouse. Coach Brown has said that plenty of times about how, you know, Florida State is something that the Heels aspire to be in terms of just overall national presence and being a national dominant powerhouse in terms of football programs. And so hopefully that the Carolina Tar Heels can compete with that on Saturday and really try to give them you know, a run for their money and increase to 15 and four on the day, on the whole overall record. Now, defensively, they will have a long day. I believe the Seminoles will when it comes to Sam Howell, as they're trying to still find their identity as a unit, similar to the Tar Heels. So will it be a shootout? Will Sam Howell and company have a tough time or will, you know, will their defense step up or will our defense step up? That will certainly be something to keep your eye out for. Amari Gaynor, Emmett Rice, and Brendan Gant all put up some solid performances in Saturday's loss against Notre Dame. Those guys will help lead the Seminoles' defense on Saturday. Now, who will be the quarterback? It'll again be interesting to see yet another team trying to figure out its offensive leader. Many believe Jordan Travis is the answer to the quarterback question, but the, because the redshirt sophomore used a combination of his arms and feet to help the Seminoles jump out to a surprising 17-14 lead over the Fighting Irish in the first quarter. So, you know, Travis was 13-24 of passing for 204 yards in the loss versus Notre Dame. But a lot of people were thinking like, okay, we see some promise. We just got to keep working and hopefully they still don't figure it out on Saturday. But, you know, for his own sake, I hope Travis has a great showing and, you know, the offense does decent enough, but not quite getting that W, if you know what I'm saying. So if you're traveling to Tallahassee, I hope you are going to ensure that your car is safe. And the only way you can do that is by going to rockauto.com. And if you don't know, Rock Auto has so many different chain stores. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. I am a living witness. My car, my girl Pearl went down the other day and then lo and behold, RockAuto.com was there for me to ensure that everything was taken care of. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing the prices based on what the market um, will do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. You got to go to RockAuto.com right now and see the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Make sure you download, subscribe to Locked on Tar Heels podcast from anywhere you listen to podcasts, leave a review, Let, make sure you drop five stars, all that good stuff. We're still talking about the Florida State football team heading down to Tallahassee as Carolina will take them on on Saturday. Wanted to mention football coaching great Bobby Bowden, who told the Tallahassee Democrat on Monday that he is doing good after being admitted to the hospital for COVID-19. 
Bowden, who is 90, tested positive for the virus last Sunday and was taken to the hospital Tuesday after feeling fatigued. He spent the weekend watching football, telling the Democrat he was impressed by the Seminoles' fight in their 42-26 loss at 2-5 Notre Dame. But, you know, he thinks it was hard-fought and very excited. However, they need to keep recruiting and keep working. So recruiting is a very big deal. And I think, again, they're going to give Coach Noble time to get things right. And, you know, they didn't really give that to the last coach, but I don't want to dive into that because you do not want to hear what I have to say. <laughs> it is not nice. And, you know, I'm working on working on my grace this season in 2020. So that's that on that. But I do have a fun interview on deck. Kelty Miller, former social media manager from Florida State and current creative content director for the MLB is going to talk to me about her role when she was with Forest State, more importantly, why she is excited for the Seminoles as a lifelong fan. So let's take a listen here. All right, up now on Locked on Tar Heels podcast, we have my girl, Kelsey Miller, who is a creative digital social guru in the sports world. She is working with the MLB currently, but she had some time with Florida State University, and I want to talk to her about that. More importantly, where she thinks the team is headed towards. Kelsey, how are you? Hey, Candace. (laughs) I'm doing great. Despite everything that's going on with the world, I'm blessed. I can't complain. Listen, you got to take it one day at a time, sometimes one hour by hour. That's what it really is. Minute by minute. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, talk to me about your journey with Florida State and how you kind of got into that role and then what you did when you were there with the Seminoles. Yeah, so it's crazy. I was actually living in Atlanta before I moved to Tallahassee, and I was working a part-time job with the Atlanta Hawks, but I was finding it really difficult to make a living out there. So I made a really tough decision, and I quit my job after maybe three months working there, um, and I moved back home to South Carolina where my parents are. And so, you know, I was just looking for jobs one day and I came across this posting on Florida State and it was like, you know, hiring a social media uh, coordinator. So I was like, you know, this sounds cool. I grew up a Florida State fan. So obviously me seeing that, I was like, oh, this is great. Like almost like a dream job kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So um, it was really a very um, easy process to get hired. Uh, I met with my former manager in person and over the phone. And, you know, he was really excited to bring me in. And I actually started there in the summer of 2018 and I was there until the summer of 2019 so I was there for about a year just running you know the football accounts and doing photography for the football accounts and also helping out with men's basketball too okay so tell me who your favorite Florida State player was to cover photograph all that good stuff for football at least Ooh. okay so my favorite player to cover Ooh, that's such a tough question. There were so many good people to cover. I would, I'm going to go ahead and say Hamza Nasruddin. Okay. Um, he, <laughs> I, I believe Hamza is a junior this year. He may be a junior or a senior, but I've actually known Hamza for a while because when I worked for the U.S. Army All-American Bowl, Hamza was actually one of the participants there. Oh, wow. um, so I've known him for a few years. So, you know, it makes it so much easier covering somebody when you already have a previous relationship with them. Um, Hams is a beast on the field and he's an even better person off of it. So I loved collaborating with him all the time. 
Um, the funny thing is my favorite person to photograph was probably Cam Akers because okay. I just felt like every photo I got of Cam was like, yeah, this is, this is it. Like, <laughs> I love this. I love this. Um, DeAndre Francois was also a real, like really photogenic. Like I got some seriously good stuff from DeAndre. Yeah. Yeah. That is so awesome. And, you know, talk about, you were there when the Willie Tiger aired. Were you there when he was hired, brought on? Or were you there? Um, so I, time? Yeah, so I came in a few months after Taggart was brought in because he okay. had previously had his spring game and then I was hired. Um, but it was a it was an interesting time to say the least <laughs> at Florida State just because obviously, as you know, with the whole Jimbo era and how that ended, it was mm-hmm. really abrupt. And um, there were a lot of changes in the athletic department as a whole, um, you know, just dealing with all the way from the AD down to, you know, interns. So there was a lot of change that was made. And I think that's one of the reasons why I was brought in so, you know, so eagerly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Tiger regime, it was interesting because the relationship that he had with a lot of the players players, um, it didn't reflect what was actually happening on the field. So a lot of times it was such a heavy contrast from what I saw as a a worker and then also what I saw as a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when you see it now, and obviously Florida State is not the Florida State of old, and it feels like everyone just rags on the Seminoles all the time, but Mm -hmm. what is a little bit of spark or hope that you feel like this team has now? Well, to be honest, I think Tiger did a great job at recruiting. Um, the guys that he brought in, they're really hungry. And, you know, they they have a big chip on their shoulder, obviously, because they came in at a time where they have to prove themselves um, maybe even 10 times harder than previous regimes. But to be honest, moving forward, I mean, I think a lot of the kids have a bright future um, as far as like the coaching staff and and the game plan and things like that. That's obviously going to take so much time. I mean, it's one thing to have you know, you're, you're a coach of a program for many years, of a winning program for many years, um, right. depart on you. And then also have, you know, someone take over for a year. They didn't produce the proper results because quite frankly, maybe there wasn't enough time to produce uh, the proper results. But yeah. I think with some time and some patience, I think they can definitely get back to the winning dynasty um, that they have. And the most important thing is going to be the recruiting. Absolutely. Now, have you seen, especially because when you're not exactly winning, it's a little tough as a student athlete, but have you seen any progress from these guys in terms of speaking out and just Black Lives Matter and all that stuff? What have you been most proud now that you're kind of like the proud big sister, you know, looking on the team? How has that affected you? Um, absolutely. Proud big sister is the best way to put it. Um, you know, some of those guys, like I said, I have a personal relationship with, you know, I keep up with them on, on Instagram and Twitter. And, you know, sometimes I'll hit them up like, Hey, you doing okay. You need anything like what's going on. So I guess looking at it from that angle, like I'm most, what I'm most proud of is the vulnerability within the athletes, because a lot of times, obviously as football players, they don't get that chance to be vulnerable and people don't want to see them in a vulnerable light. So I'm just glad that they've embraced, you know, being a student athlete but also being a human being and knowing that if there's things that are going on that you're not okay with or if there's things that are going on you know just even within the program the the country what have you like be be very frank and stepping out and speaking out and you know I'm just proud of what they've done just within the last year because I didn't see a lot of the rallying that's happening right now um, for the team and especially for the black teammates. So I really appreciate like their growth just in that year. 
Yeah, Kelsey, I appreciate your time and just your insight. I think it's so important to kind of see a different side of the sports world, especially as a female and just, you know, being a big sis and leaning in and pouring into those guys. I think you're a very important and key person for them. You know, you're you're a key person for me. So I can only imagine Mm -hmm. what you did for those players. But remind folks of where they can follow you in your work. Yeah, absolutely. So my hashtag or at name or whatever you want to call it is uh, <laughs> Miller for three everywhere. Um, so yeah, my, I mean, my last name is Miller. So that's where I got that from. I used to play basketball. So at Miller for three on Twitter, on Instagram, Miller for three.com for my work. And yeah, I mean, I just, I, I miss Florida state so much. I miss yeah. the guys. I miss the environment. Um, I do wish them the very best and I'm obviously going to continue to cheer for them for the rest of my life. Absolutely. No doubt. But also let's talk about it. I mean, we're in the thick of October and you do have a pretty cool job now. So like, I need you to tell folks what you're doing in this uh, current season. So it's actually funny because most of my friends know that football is like my number one sport, but I made a really I guess you could say it was tough transition to Major League Baseball because I'm a Nationals fan, but my fandom in baseball (laughs) really stops just at the Nationals. So I wasn't really aware of a lot of things that were happening with the sport. But as of right now, um, I'm the senior coordinator for new media and original content. And just to summarize that, I pretty (laughs) much give creative direction um, to our platform editors and our graphic designers for our social media channels. Um, A lot of our artwork is, you know, originally done in-house and I kind of help facilitate those processes. So, so you're pretty much bomb. Okay. Got it. Got it. You know, I had to tie (laughs) it in there. I had to give you your flowers because that's what we're here about. But Kelsey, I appreciate your time. And again, anytime you want to come on the show, talk about Carolyn, talk about Florida, anything you want to do, you're always welcome on Locked on Tar Heels. Yes. I would love to come back. Thank you for having me. You know, you're my girl. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. With 18 amazing flavors that are 100% covered in chocolate, Built Bar is even more delicious. If you're a health conscious person like me, you'll enjoy Built Bar because it's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Final action for the day, we're going to talk about Carolina basketball. Both men's and women's had their first day of practice. And 2020 has been so wild and completely a blur because I didn't even remember that late night with Roy should have been last weekend. I don't know if you guys have ever been to late night with Roy, but it's truly a great experience. Obviously, you get to see the team come out and do their dance moves and get to see Roy break it down a little bit and the other coaching staff members. More importantly, you get to see you know, the team practice and do some blue versus white and pick up games, see the action, see a couple dunks, all that good stuff. Fans get to really get into the season. And unfortunately, as we all know, with COVID and all that stuff, it's just not going to happen. We don't even know what the schedule is looking like for Carolina basketball right now. So we're just going to hope that everything gets ironed out ironed out with all the details and will they have a bubble that still remains to be seen. I highly doubt it. But I mean, hey, the NBA clearly showed that the bubble is beautiful. It works. And if only they could run the country, we might be better off than we are right now. So hopefully we'll see a late night with Roy in 2022. I will, that's when I'm at least going. <laughs> I won't see you guys until 2022 is when I will finally be out again. But we want to welcome to Carolina the number two recruiting class in the nation. Five-star point guard Caleb Love. Five-star forwards Dayron Sharp and Walker Kessler. 
four-star combo guard RJ Davis and four-star wings Puff Johnson and Kerwin Walton have all joined the Carolina family and they are looking to bring their dominance to the Tar Heels this season. Now, we got to talk about who's gone. You know, what does that look like? Projected lottery pick Cole Anthony obviously departed us. Veteran Brendan Robinson, grad transfer Christian Keeling, who I'm not going to sit here and say I'm sad about. <laughs> I'm just going to go on the side real quick. Him leaving was probably better for the squad. I think that what we thought he was going to be and what he was was certainly, I I mean, overall disappointing. Like, he had moments. He had moments. But it's kind of like everyone was riding on Danny Green. It's like, if you're a role player and I bring you in to shoot, that's all I need you to do. I don't need you nothing else, nothing flashy. I just need when you get spot up and ready for your shot, you got to make it. And so I think that's what we were hoping. Didn't quite work out that way. But, you know, it is what it is. Now, that would leave a glaring void in the ba- void in UNC's backcourt without Brandon Robinson and Christian Keeling. But more importantly, veterans Andrew Playtech and Leaky Black are available to run Williams' up-tempo offense as needed, although ne- neither possess the elite-level scoring at the guard positions. So Love and Davis will immediately address that concern. Now, the wild card still is Sterling Manley, as his health always seems to be something that is up and down. He's limited, and we already are depleted at the front court position. But hopefully, he will come back stronger. He will take all his Flintstones vitamins and will be good to go. Now, so we know what we're looking at for the Carolina basketball season. Apparently, the NCAA guidance allows Division One teams to hold up to 30 practices between Wednesday, which was yesterday, and the official start of the basketball season on November 25th. UNC will host College of Charleston at the Dean Smith Center that evening. So right now, UNC's game versus the Cougars and its trip to the Maui Invitational in Asheville are the only confirmed dates for Carolina basketball. Students, okay, (laughs) so that's all we have for dates. Hopefully we'll get a season. It might be conference only. I'm not sure. It seems to be working for football. Um, I, I know there's been some concerns with people trying to do a game indoors because of basketball. But again, I go back to NBA. Maybe we need a bubble. Maybe we need a, you know, a satellite place where guys can go play and they can build some sort of facility where they can do their homework. Online classes are happening anyway, so there's not really the need to be on campus to attend class. It would actually, to me, help for less travel for the guys um, to be able to you know, get their homework done and be at one location versus have to try and travel back, be up for an 8 a.m. class, which I know Coach Williams is expecting them to be up for that 8 a.m. class. So I think having a satellite location where everybody can play will be the most ideal, but you never know. Finally, our priceless gym thought of the day. I want to highlight student athletes who are doing big things. Student first, athlete second, as we always try to promote, because that's the Carolina way, so they say. Armando Baycott Jr. was accepted into the UNC Keenan Flagler School of Business, which is totally awesome. I think that's great for he him to be able to you know, use that mind of his beyond just the basketball court. And I'm so looking forward to, you know, cheering him on from that perspective. You know, if you ever need some business advice, I went to Wake Forest University for a year, got my master's in management at our business school. So we can always talk shop in that regard. Sterling Manley 
also had some big news to share. He got accepted into the UNC Hussman School of Media and Journalism. So Sterling definitely have a career like that Stuart Scott-esque type thing. Once basketball is all said and done to be an analyst, I see that in his future. So good things rolling for Carolina off the court. We love to see it. So the things we still got to discuss tomorrow, Florida State, I have another special interview that I'm going to drop for you guys. Carolina basketball schedule, you know, hopefully what will that continue to be? Will there be more updates and what will Coach Williams have to say about all this as he's gearing those teams up? I don't know if you guys saw on Carolina basketball's Twitter, but they showed a little bit of practice. Kobe White was actually there practicing with the guys, giving them some run, but I didn't see him when they were running sprints. I'm just going to say as a former student athlete myself, if I had a chance to go back and swim with the team, I would only swim with them if they were doing 25 yards, like one lap beyond that. We're talking about 400, 500. I think I would have to go take a water break for an extended or bathroom break for an extended period of time. Because once you've been an athlete, it's like you are, you're willing to do just about, you know, enough to show that like, hey, I still got it. But not so much where you're willing to like go like, oh, coach got mad. So let's do some sprints. Ah, Y'all got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't, I'm not held to that NCAA bound anymore. So y'all go ahead and do that. But yeah, it was great to see. So check out that UNC basketball's Twitter if you want to see a video with Kobe White. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Make sure you do your part. You stay safe out there. We're getting gearing up for Carolina Saturday night football action. I'm very excited on ABC at 730. Whew, it's going to be a great night. So make sure you drop your playlist so you're getting ready. Find it on Apple Music. You can you know download now. Add some songs up there. Give me some suggestions at Keenis D. Cooper. Let me know what you want to hear or at Locked on Tar Heels. Just how excited are you for the weekend? Let's talk about it tomorrow. As always, go Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.